Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. With me, as always, is our host, Hal Humphreys. Hal, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm doing great. We have a great episode today. We're going to be talking about appraisal modernization and what it means. And with us is Keenan Chen. I'm bringing him in. Hey, Keenan. Keenan's with the EVP of Strategy and Growth at Clear Capital. Hey, Keenan. Hey, how's it going, Jim? Hi, Hal. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Um, I think we'll just dive right in. If you don't mind, Keenan, tell us a little bit about your history in this industry. How did you find yourself in this space? Well, it's been a, a journey over over 20 years. Um, I uh, actually got into this space um, in meeting uh, one of our co-founders, uh, Dwayne Andrews, um, when I was um, in the pure sort of technology world. I was doing web development and uh, Dwayne had had the idea for arianetwork.com. And uh, I met a friend of his playing golf. Um, I don't, this is in my 20s, so I, I didn't take golf very seriously. So we were kind of messing around and, and had someone um, uh, join us. And, and for some reason, I actually had a business card with me, uh, which again is weird. I don't even remember business cards now. But, uh, you know, I gave him my card and, and Dwayne ended up calling, calling him. He's like, yeah, I just met a guy playing golf today that, uh, that can maybe help with web development. And I got a phone call and uh, kind of the, the rest is, is history in terms of, you know, putting together, you know, some of the, the, the early kind of clear capital, you know, folks. Um, but I, you know, I, I did a short stint as well after kind of going through the dot-com boom and building out a number of, you know, startups um, uh, from a, a, a web app standpoint. I also did a stint um, helping with a, a large, you know, lender, uh, WAMU at the time, you know, replatform their home loans uh, technology, and then got the call that Clear Capital was up and running. And and for me, it was about joining joining up with great people um, that had integrity that I that I trusted. I was probably more about the people than it was about what we were doing. But over the years, that's, of course, you know, once all of you know that have been in housing finance or mortgage you know, related stuff for a while, it's like it, 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 it sucks you in in a good way because you realize that, you know, at least for me, from a technology background, that I had something I could apply the technology to that mattered, right? That it would have, you know, a potential, you know, positive impact. And it wasn't just building a, a dot com trying to get ad revenue and clicks. I was actually, you know, part of a system that could um, Im improve things when it came to housing. So um, that's why I've stayed in it. It's never been boring. Um, and there's always worthwhile problems to solve. I love it. That is a, that is a good backstory. And I will say, um, I'm in my fifties, like squarely in my fifties. And I still, to this day, do not take golf seriously. <laughs> I, I I don't, but my dad and, and grandfather take it super seriously. So I have to be on my game just good enough to, uh, you know, be able to talk trash a little bit. But apart from yeah. that, I just I just go ahead and talk trash and I can't play and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Um, all right, let's do this. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from one of our sponsors and we'll be right back. LIA Administrators and Insurance Services, serving valuation professionals since 1978. 
We provide ENO insurance with a commitment to superior customer service, outstanding liability education, and unmatched claim defense, benefiting over 10,000 real estate professionals nationwide. Explore our exclusive appraiser liability education by Peter Christensen and cost-effective seminars designed to foster your growth. Our underwriters, with an average of 26 years of experience each, are dedicated to supporting appraisers. Visit liability.com to discover how LIA can safeguard your business. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Appraisal Buzz. I'm Hal Humphreys, your host. I'm joined today by Keenan Chin, Executive Vice President for Strategy and Growth over at Clear Capital. Keenan, thank you so much time for taking the time to be with us today. Um, you know, there's a lot of chatter in the appraisal space. Um, some good, some not so good, um, about appraisal modernization. What is, what does appraisal modernization look like to you? Well, I think if you take a step back for a second, um, it's really about a couple things. One is it's, it's about extending what had already really started back, um, with the, uh, announcement of rocket mortgage, this idea of a digital mortgage. How do you create a more digital experience um, for everyone in, involved. But also what that means is how do you create better standardized um, data and uh, standardized approach so that, you know, the, 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 the end goal is so that if you have a streamlined approach, that there's benefits to the consumer in terms of cost, quality, and then accuracy of decisioning. And, you know, there have been a lot of you know, strides made um, post uh, financial crisis, you know, with the implementation of, you know, um, the, the MISMO 2.6 standard, along with, you know, UAD, um, with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac um, launching the uh, uniform collateral data portal and, 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 you know, ensuring that there's, you know, a standard set of appraisal data that's submitted. I mean, imagine that before that, we had no data standard other than a form we're really just looking at documents. Um, whereas like the way that technology is involved and, and you know, the, that we've been able to do is we don't have data standards that let organizations talk to each, to each other, you know, for the benefit, hopefully of the consumer. Um, and so appraisal hadn't really gone through that process yet. So modernization was, is really about bringing folks, you know, bringing the, the process, if you will, into the digital space. And then number two is, uh, solving for some of the challenges, I think, um, when it comes to efficiency, streamlining, and capacity, which really kind of came out of, if you remember back in 2016, there was a refinance boom um, that um, where you quickly found out where the actual capacity was in our industry to do appraisals. You know, in Colorado, um, Oregon, Washington, we were seeing turn times of six weeks and, and yeah. more. Um, we were seeing lenders pay premiums, you know, sometimes, you know, thousand dollar premiums on top of the normal uh, fee to try to get people to take um, work. It, it was evident that we were not in a great place when it came to helping consumers make um, the transition in their lives um, to their next home because people were living out of hotels because they couldn't get their transaction closed. There was a lot of pain that was caused. So there had to be a better way to use this need to digitize as well as well as to then use that to drive efficiency and, and quality within it. So 
um, that, that's how, that's how I think of it is, is, uh, uh, move into the digital world, but also create a better consumer experience over time. Yeah. And if you think about it, you know, you've been in the space for about 20 years, plus or minus, but back in the early eighties, I actually had a chance to, to look at some of my father's old files from back in the day. And the FHA appraisal report was a one page report and it was handwritten. Um, wow. You know, we, we've come a long way since then, but like you said, 2005, 2008, 2009, you've still got a form. Obviously it's being filled out, you know, on a computer, you're no longer typing things in. It's easy to strip information out of that, but each appraiser was putting in information in their own special way. So I think there's, there's extreme value to, um, streamlining the data input process and having consistent data put into the machine along the way. Let me ask you this. How do you see this changing the appraisal process and, and how appraisers work going forward? Well, there's a couple of things that, um, that could change and, and perhaps be benefits to, uh, appraisers going forward. Um, number one is, you know, as I mentioned, we, you know, in 2016, we were doing time studies to see, you know, well, where are the opportunities for improving capacity based on where time is being spent today? And we found that appraisers were spending, you know, in some cases, 30, 40 hours a month just driving. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a, a work week's worth of hours, if you will, spent in, in, in the car, not providing the, the value that appraisers really provide, which is, you know, the actual, you know, valuation analysis and, 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 and assessing, you know, the, the data about the home and the transactions to provide an, you know, an informed opinion of value. Instead, they're, you know, they're, they're in the car. Um, so we, we said, there's gotta be a way perhaps to bring the home to the appraiser, as opposed to always having to send the appraiser to the home. And perhaps there's 25% worth of capacity that we could gain back, you know, in the, in the system from just taking that, that approach. Yeah. Just, just that one move. And, you know, in 2021, it was not unusual for me. And I, I do mostly rural appraisal work, um, West of Nashville. And it was not at all unusual for me to spend, I don't know, I would go out on inspections and driving sales comparables and put three, 400 miles a day on the car. That's a lot of time in the car. Um, and you know, some lenders still require appraisers to take original photos of the sales comps for no other reason, just to prove that they drove by the comps. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there, there, there are efficiencies that could be gained across the board by allowing appraisers to use information that is already available. Yep. Yeah. And now with the, the ability to, yeah, this wouldn't have been possible, you know, 20 years ago where there was, there was no way to bring a property into the digital space with enough fidelity and, um, and, and clarity to, to be able to rely on us. That's why you still have guidelines set up to say, we'll prove that you drove by it. Well, um, there's a little company called, you know, Google that figured out you know, how to, you know, capture the entire, the, the entire country, if, if you will. And we have this cool thing called street view 
um, where you can you can essentially walk down a street or or drive down a street virtually. And imagine that you know before um, before that technology existed, the idea that you could actually navigate to somewhere and understand what it would look like and, and what you're what you're going to pass by along the way that wasn't there. But yeah, now not at all. Not at all. We, we have that type of capability. Yeah. Well, let's do this. I want to take a quick break and we're going to hear from another of our sponsors. And while we're on that break, you can answer the door and we'll um, we'll get through that. The Dictionary of Real Estate Appraisal, 7th edition, is a landmark text that reflects the depth and breadth of appraisal knowledge. Each entry, definition, and reference has been painstakingly researched and designed to reflect an expert understanding of issues that currently impact the profession. The new dictionary is an essential authoritative resource for all appraisers. The dictionary is divided into two sections, an alphabetical listing of terms directly related to real estate appraisal and an addendum with topical glossaries and compilations of terms used by related real estate professionals. Find it at appraisalinstitute.org dictionary seven. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Hal Humphreys. You're listening to the Appraisal Buzz. I've got Keenan Chen with me today. Keenan is Executive Vice President of Strategy and Growth over at Clear Capital. Keenan, thank you again for taking the time to be with us. I want to I want to ask you, you know, you're in a unique position to kind of see some really interesting things happening at kind of a, a thousand foot level in this space. What are some of the out-of-box ideas that you're hearing or thinking about over there with appraisal monetization and, and what changes will be the hardest to change? Um, because, you know, we appraisers have always done it this way. What, what are, you know, let's talk about out-of-the-box things and what might be the hardest part of the out-of-box process to, to get people to opt into. And then how do we do that? Well, I'd love to to think more about the out of the box stuff, and we certainly do that. But it's an interesting time because because the policy changes have already happened to roll out some of the things that we thought were out of the box a few years ago, right? Um, so both GSEs have released, you know, um, a numerous policy changes over the past couple of years, changing the way that that changing the options, I should say, that that lenders have when it comes to appraisal. You know, Fannie Mae implemented the value acceptance plus property data program. Um, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac um, released the ACE plus PDR program. You know, both of these are um, focused on the idea that uh, there's a data collection that's that's done that uh, can feed uh, basically an inspection-based waiver program. And it's the same data collection spec that goes into the hybrid test and learn approach that they've taken over the past five years. Right. And you know that's still at the beginning of its of its journey, if you will, in terms of uh, adoption with those policies rolling out just this year. But you know, uh, one of the things that I think is exciting about it is number one, it gives us a preview for the new data standard that's coming with the UAD redesign, um, which will you know kind of start taking off there in 2025. So we get to see this this data standard right now this year um that will uh that's consistent with and feeds into the uad redesign coming in 2025 so in a way we we have this ability to kind of get start a bit early um seeing what it's like to have more 
more data points, less commentary, more enumerated, you know, fields and, and see how that improves, if you will, um, the fidelity of how you see properties for all the stakeholders involved. Right. Right. Very good. Um, Kenan, I'm just kind of looking through the notes here. Uh, is this, um, is this article that Jim popped in here? Is that an article that you wrote for housing wire? Fractional and shared ownership, power buying, trade and mortgages, home equity agreements, how prop techs yeah. are adapting in a changing market. That sounds like me. <laughs> okay. So the reason I brought that up is for the folks out there listening, um, Keenan is, uh, Keenan, I would say you're, you're one of the folks that falls in the category of a thinker in this space and someone that's trying to um, look at it, like I said, from the thousand foot view, we, we tend to, as appraisers, be kind of down in the woods and not being able to see the forest for the trees right in front of us. And I think it's useful to have people like you thinking about these things in, in a very thoughtful way and, and trying to figure out ways to realize efficiencies, um, and, and not only realize efficiencies, but also get more accurate data along the way. Um, so I brought the article up and housing wire. If you get a chance to read it out there, this is for the folks listening. The, the article is titled how prop techs are adapting in a changing market. Uh, again, that's housingwire.com. Check that out. We'll put a link to that article in the comments. Kanan, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I really appreciate it. I think it's useful to have these conversations about kind of the, the top level view of things. Um, Jim Morrison, is there anything else we need to cover today? We don't have an anonymous appraiser question for Keenan, do we? No, we don't. But if anybody has an anonymous appraiser question they want to include on a future episode, they can reach out at comments at appraisalbuzz.com and we'll include it. Keenan, um, I'll, I'll say this, you know, like I said, I don't take golf very seriously. Um, so if you want to play for money next weekend, let me know. <laughs> well, that that sounds like uh, something I would definitely you know lose at. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I I really appreciate the the, the time and, and the ability to to talk about these things. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Anything else we need to cover? No, I think we've covered it all. In which case, I'm Hal Humphreys for Jim Morrison and Keenan Chen. That is your appraisal buzz for this week. <laughs>